Welcome to Regions Wealth Podcast, the podcast that tackles life's challenges with financial experience. I'm your host, Ann Johnsos. During an unprecedented time of financial uncertainty and market volatility, many Americans are concerned about their portfolios. In this special episode, we'll cover what individuals should know about COVID-19, how the markets have been affected, and how it may impact their investments. Joining me remotely is Alan McKnight. He's the Chief Investment Officer for Regions Bank. Alan, thanks for being part of this while also social distancing. And thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. The markets have been severely affected by the COVID-19 crisis. So what's unique about the volatility we've seen? The biggest difference about this particular crisis has been the magnitude and the speed of the volatility. Historically, we haven't seen volatility come in such short order coupled with the size and the level. And the volatility spike was akin to what we saw back in the great financial crisis of 2008 and 2009, but in a one to two month period. And the way we look at it is that we were all in the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat as investors. If you're an investor that has primarily bonds in your portfolio, you've been unaffected for the most part by this swift and large drawdown. If you have primarily equities in your portfolio, you're completely experiencing the waves, the wind, and everything that is coming about as it relates to this. And the biggest differential would be that in history, what we have seen is that these have come about due to asset bubbles, whether that be technology valuations or housing or the Asian debt crisis. But in this case, it was a health pandemic and something that the market is not normally used to responding to and specifically not used to responding to on a global scale. It has been much more regional in its orientation. And because of that, we've seen a spike in unemployment. We've seen jobless claims go through the roof. We've seen furloughs in the United States, and it's really been a global scale, and it's unlike what we have ever seen historically. Many listeners have seen a fairly large drop in their portfolios. What are you telling clients who've experienced this? The first thing we're telling clients is not to panic. Assess your portfolio, the expectations that are embedded in that portfolio and the risk objectives associated with the portfolio and your goals and talk to your advisor and your portfolio manager to better understand what is the long-term impact. People might be tempted to pull their money out of the stock market. How would you respond to that idea? Mark Twain once said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And if rhyming is a precedent within the stock market, what we have found is that the time in which it feels the best to pull out of the stock market when valuations are lower and there's a lot of news and noise around what's going to happen is exactly the wrong time to pull out. And what we found, and specifically back in the great financial crisis, at the depths of the sell-off, it was actually the best time to reallocate two stocks. We saw a low in March of 2009 within the S&P 500. And within the next decade, um, we'd seen multiples made off of that amount. So the key would be, understand how much risk you want to take, understand if you're comfortable with having stocks in your portfolio at all. And if you do, ensure that you don't make the wrong choice or hit the panic button in the midst of global stock volatility and end up having to buy back in at a later date. If in fact you are experiencing the psychological impact of this and the risk objective is too high, you're experiencing too much of the sleepless nights, the concern, reviewing your portfolio minute by minute, online, then it may be the right time to speak to your advisor, to your portfolio manager about lowering your risk tolerance 
and understanding what the trade-off may be. There are multiple levers you can utilize within a portfolio to better fit to the goal for the plan. And this is the time to do that. For people looking for somewhere to put their money, what are some solid options in an economic environment like this one? We still believe that a diversified portfolio of bonds, stocks, and diversified strategies are the best option for investors. We think that within that, to overweight domestic large cap stocks is really the best suit for most right now. And specifically because we think that large multinational domestic companies have the greatest opportunity over the long term based on what we've just experienced and the fact that they have more levers to pull as it relates to their operating structures and their growth dynamics than smaller companies in the United States or versus their international developed peers in Europe and in Japan. In addition, within fixed income, we think that a high quality bond portfolio is the best recipe for an investor and specifically not taking on too much credit risk at a time when a number of companies are experiencing credit challenges. If our listeners are preparing to retire in the next five years or so, what should they know? The key for anyone who's preparing to retire is understanding what the cash flow needs are going to be at retirement, the asset levels that you have today, and how do those two match off and understand as you transition from employment to retirement, are there other costs that are going to be baked into that retirement? Are your expectations set appropriately around how much cash flow you will need? And then you almost back into the asset categories within a portfolio to meet those needs and meet the longer term needs for an individual, which we have found over the last 20 years is that life expectancies continue to go higher while healthcare costs continue to go up. And to ensure a healthy and happy retirement, it's critical that you understand the length or duration of retirement and that you have captured all the variables as associated so in the event something comes along that you're well prepared. Regardless of whether you have what we've seen over the last couple of months or not, it's critical to have that goal orientation and preparation going into retirement. For those who have a longer runway to retirement, what would you say? For those who have a longer runway to retirement, you can take on more risk within a diversified portfolio. So that translates to having a higher proportion of your portfolio in stocks rather than just in bonds or cash. The reality is that each portfolio is custom and it has to match off with your risk tolerance. So you may be able to take on more risk with stocks and have a higher percentage of your portfolio in stocks. But if you're not comfortable with that and you can't sleep at night because of that, well, then you may not want as much of that in your portfolio. And you, in fact, may have a portfolio makeup that looks something more akin to someone closer to retirement. But that will mean that you need to find other ways to save and prepare for retirement. You've mentioned liquidity as an overlooked consideration in the current environment. Why is that? Liquidity is key. Liquidity has three key features. One is psychological. So having that buffer during a market sell-off makes you feel more comfortable and confident in the total portfolio and allows you to push through that panic phase as markets sell off. Two, there's an opportunity to purchase assets at distressed pricing or at discount. So if you've maintained that level of liquidity, you now have that opportunity to buy in at a lower price. And then finally, Liquidity offers you the opportunity to manage your finances and need during dislocation. So your situation may have changed. Someone may have lost a job. You may not have the same cash flow coming in from your business. And that liquidity will be that buffer for you to manage through until such time that either your personal finances or your business finances are in a better position. 
Finally, Ellen, we like to leave our listeners with a takeaway or two, something they can tell their friends as they communicate through these conference calls or web meetings or whatever else, right? Is there anything you'd like to make sure our audience knows? There are a few things. One is stick to the facts. And the facts don't speak for themselves. Someone has to speak for the facts because it's easy in this time period to build around narratives, stories of what will occur, what might occur, when in fact the critical element is, what have I planned for? What is my current situation? And how can I forecast forward to understand what might be going on? And secondarily would be, it's always easy to look in the rearview mirror and think of the good old days. And I'm reminded of my great-great-grandmother who grew up in the frontier of Texas in the late 1800s. And when she lived with my father during the Depression, whenever anyone would say, oh, don't you remember the good old days, she would immediately bristle and say, I don't think you remember the same history that I do. And so as we think back over time and where we are today, we have gotten through challenging times before with a plan and goals in mind, we will get through this, but it won't be without risk and volatility. And it's a matter of planning to prepare. Thanks so much, Alan McKnight, Chief Investment Officer at Regents Bank. You've been a voice of reason during these uncertain times. And it was a pleasure to speak with you today. And thank you for listening. Every episode of Regions Wealth Podcast tackles a different financial challenge with the help of a Regions advisor. We hope you'll join us again and share this podcast with a friend. See you next time. Copyright 2020 Regions Bank. This information is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, or financial advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not regions. This information should not be construed as a recommendation or suggestion as to the advisability of acquiring, holding, or disposing of a particular investment. Nor should it be construed as a suggestion or indication that the particular investment or investment course of action described herein is appropriate for any specific investor. In providing this communication, Regions is not undertaking to provide impartial investment advice or to give advice in a fiduciary capacity. Investment strategies or classes of investment are not personal recommendations for any particular investor or client and do not take into account the financial, investment, or other objectives or needs of and may not be suitable for any particular investor or client. Material discussed should only be considered educational or a single factor in making their own investment decisions while taking into account the current market environment and their individual investment goals. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Diversification strategies do not ensure a profit and do not protect against losses in declining markets. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation.